0: You are listening to Podcasting 101 with RSS.com, getting you ready to launch and grow your podcast. Hey everyone, Ashley here with RSS.com. In today's episode, we're chatting with Jenny Senison, who's host of the Podcast Manager Power Hour. We're going to be talking all about using Pinterest for promoting a podcast. Enjoy the show. Well, Jenny, welcome to the show. I'm so excited you could be here today. Could you do us a favor and tell us what it is you do? Yeah, I am
1: Jenny, and I have a podcast management and marketing agency. So we help podcasters launch and grow their podcasts through uh, podcast launch services and monthly management services, and we do marketing as well. So kind of all-inclusive
0: for podcasters out there. That sounds awesome. Now, how did you get into podcasting?
1: Okay. So I'll I'll keep this brief because it can be quite long. Um, But before I started my podcast, I was a virtual assistant slash like social media manager. um, And that's how I kind of got into business in general. And I was looking for some more like connection. I was looking for a community kind of just like What else can I do in this business? And I got really into like listening to podcasts. My first podcast, as most people's first or a lot of people's first, were Serial. Um, And then from there, I just really like fell in love with podcasting. I listened to a ton of true crime, um, and then I discovered some like businessy podcasts and really liked that. And I was like, wow, maybe I can start a business podcast. So I did just that, and I really fell in love with the platform. I am an introvert to my core, and it was a really, really scary thing for me to do because I was like, I don't always feel comfortable talking to people. Um, I surely did not feel comfortable in solo episodes because I just... Felt scary, like I was talking to myself and I didn't know what to expect. But um, yeah, that was back in 2018. So I've been podcasting since 2018, and it's the industry has evolved so much since then. And obviously, I loved it so much that I pivoted from being a VA social media manager to actually helping people with their podcasts. So clearly, I am in it for the long
0: haul. <laughs> That's awesome. I like to hear the the journey of how people got into the to the industry. Uh, so basically, you came into onto my radar because I, I can't remember if it was a blogging concentrated or an ultimate bundles uh, course mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. something like that, but something led me to you. And um, so I joined your email list and I thought that some of the stuff that you were sharing was really cool. And one of the things that caught my attention was Pinterest. You were talking mm-hmm. about podcasting for Pinterest. So I'm curious as to when... Pinterest became your strategy for promoting a podcast.
1: Yeah. So it actually goes back to like my VA social media management days. That was like one of my focuses as a social media manager was Pinterest because before even diving into business as a whole, I had a blog and my blog was like a lifestyle blog. So I did fashion, beauty, home style stuff, like home living and all that stuff. So um, I used it for that blog and then Um, I saw really good results with it. I was getting like, you know, um, 30 opt-ins a day to my email list for this one freebie based on this one pin. Obviously, it's evolved a lot since then. That was back in like 2015, 2016. Um, But I decided like, well, if it works so well with blogging, why not try it for podcasting? Because when you are a podcaster, you typically do some sort of blog post on your website but you call it show notes instead of a blog post typically. So um, so I started experimenting with that and I just found it to work really well. Um, It is a little different because people are accustomed to landing on your website and just reading a blog post, but they get that benefit of having the audio there too. They can either listen or read. So it kind of gives people the best of both worlds. And you know, you may convert someone into a listener because of that pin, but even so, if you don't, they can at least read it and become a fan of yours and follow you along, you know, elsewhere as well. So.
0: Now, I, I know that um, one of the big things that's happened recently is Pinterest has been making a lot of changes to its algorithm and and mm-hmm. kind of the background like coding and things like that. And a lot of people in 2021 were starting to refer to it as the dumpster fire known as Pinterest. So I'm kind <laughs> of curious, since that that transition began, have you noticed an uptick or or how is it going in terms of podcasting with Pinterest?
1: It's been pretty Much the same, like I haven't seen anything down, I haven't seen anything like super up. Um, but that's kind of social media across the board, really. Instagram, so like that, you know, every single social platform seems to have some crappy algorithm that either Works or doesn't, and it's all based on luck a lot of the time. Um, but I, I feel like it's been pretty consistent, it's been pretty much the same. It hasn't like grown exponentially, but it's been nice to get in front of more eyes and more ears, I guess. Um, and you know, like I would have never probably to have those people find me without Pinterest so it's I think it's still a really good tool you just have to be strategic about it and you can't be doing what worked in
0: 2016 and 2017 and even 2020 because of things have changed since then now not to be difficult but you said you can't be doing the same things what exactly does that mean does that mean you need to change how you're doing your descriptions your titles can you give us a little bit about uh like what it is you do to, <clears throat> to use it
1: yeah I mean like they used to like Back in the day, you used to be able to have like 30 different pins leading back to the same post and that all was counted as like different types of pins. But now like they're like, don't do that. Like try not to do that. They want to see that fresh new content, which is hard because no one is sitting there creating daily episodes unless you're like a news outlet and that wouldn't obviously be the best use case for Pinterest because... It expires so quickly. Pinterest is great for evergreen content still, so you know like most podcasts as long as it's evergreen, can be a really good fit for pinterest, and you know you wanna you wanna create. If you're creating weekly episodes, that's kind of what most of our clients do. You have, what, 52 weeks of content, maybe 50 if you take a couple weeks off for the holidays. That's 50 pins you can do. Sure, you can do multiple pins that lead back to the same thing, but you can even test it. Like, have it lead back to the blog post. Maybe have it lead back to, like, an Instagram post or have it lead back to, like, a freebie or something that's kind of relevant to that episode. Kind of use it that way so you can still see you can see what's working. So maybe like the one that's leading back to like a freebie that's similar to the episode. Um, Maybe that converts better. Obviously that's going to be good for you because those people are getting your email list. All these different marketing channels like Pinterest or social media or anything like that, the main thing is you want to get people to your website. And if you're a business owner, ultimately you're wanting to get them on your email list so that you can talk to them more. Because if they're just hanging out on your website, you don't really have any other way to contact them. Same with like social media. If you drive them to social media, sure they can DM you, but like, unless you reach out to them, you know, most people aren't going to just DM you out of the blue. <laughs> it's just not people's nature. Cause they don't, they don't, they don't feel safe doing that. They don't feel comfortable. That's not their natural like pattern. So kind of like driving to me, Pinterest is like all driving it back to your podcast essentially,
0: but then like really getting them deeper into your funnel with your email list. I'm really glad you said all of that because we, we hone in a lot. Um, we've done a couple of blog posts on it about how you do not own any, um, of the different platforms. Like you don't own Pinterest, you don't own Instagram, you don't own Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so if for some reason you were to lose those accounts, you then lose that audience. Exactly. And so I'm, I'm so glad you said the things about the funnels and the getting people onto your email list. And we'll definitely leave, um, an, a link to our article in the show notes, basically talking about why as a podcaster, if you don't have an email list you're missing out. You got to yeah. get them on your yeah. email list. So, um, now you had said something about audio and Pinterest. Mm-hmm. So can you actually load audio to a pin? I'm
1: not a hundred percent sure if you can do that. I know they're like, I feel like they're rolling out new things every day and I'm not like, I'm not in the weeds. Like I used to be as much with Pinterest. Cause it's not like, I don't do that like for clients anymore. However, I do use it for my podcast and like some of our clients do it too. Um, but I know you can do like those idea pins and I think you can sound I don't know but like it has to be like you have to have some kind of pen design um but I would say like what I was more so referring to is like linking it back to like the audio itself or like the audio you know you know how like Libsyn and those other like platforms have um the little mini website thing situation I mean I never use that because it's kind of ugly I'd rather use my website, but like even trying that and seeing if that converts better too. And then it's really like kind of like anything, it's you have to just kind of see what works best because what works for someone down the road is probably not going to work for you. It's really just, it, it's going to depend. I mean, it might work for you, but it's all about testing and trying new things and seeing what converts because all these social media platforms are just changing on a daily basis. It feels
0: like it's hard to keep up. (laughs) That's, that's a fact. And, and one of the things that I've started seeing, um, the reason I mentioned the audio is I've seen some people start using, um, uh, oh goodness what are they called I'm gonna totally space out now oh audiograms audiograms. Mm-hmm. I've seen yes. I've seen some people using audiograms because that way they at least can put the audio and right. you know the, the right. thing onto the pinterest uh, pin so with with the Pinterest pins do you spend a lot of time in design or do you just like create a template how do you do that
1: yeah, I mean, I always have been a template person just because it's easier. So I usually have a couple different templates that I rotate out and stuff just to make it easy. Because if you're like sitting there doing everything from scratch every single time, it gets to be time consuming. And, you know, if you're spending all this time signing this pen and it doesn't convert, it's like, cool, you just wasted your time. So I am a huge proponent of templates in every part of my life for Pinterest, for email, for everything. Honestly, I am all about saving time. So templates, I think they still work pretty well. Um, the thing that I've noticed about just graphics for Pinterest in general is like the ones that have like people's faces on them. Like for example, like if I had like my face and your face, if we were doing a guest episode together on my show, um, those don't convert as well because people like they're not interested in that, especially because people who are on Pinterest, Pinterest, they're like usually used to going to a blog post, right? So if they see these people's faces, they're like, what is that? You know what I mean? And and just generally from Pinterest, um, just research in the past, like people don't want to see faces. They, they like to see like, you know, stock images are great. Or if you can take your own kind of stock images too, but like people's faces just don't perform that well, like as they would on like Instagram or something. Cause they're, you know, Pinterest people are looking for information. They're looking, you know, obviously with podcasting, um, they're looking to learn, right. So they're looking to learn from blog posts and things like that. So if they see your face, they're kind of like, okay, like, is this going to be like, an article about this person like how is that going to help me so like I've found that if you if you just put like the title of the episode and like a nice background image and like your URL at the bottom or whatever that does a lot better than like if you have like the headshots and stuff and I've tested both ways and I find the headshots like it just doesn't convert as well no matter what the, the
0: pin is about I'm sure a lot of people just breathed a sigh of relief hearing you say that. (laughs) So um, what advice would you give a a new podcaster who's trying to use Pinterest? Um, What what advice would you give them to use it to promote it? I would say
1: like start small because if you like go all in with it immediately and you don't see all these results, like you're going to be annoyed and feel like you wasted your time Pinterest is a long game it always has been I've said that since you know 2016 when I started working in it it's always been a long game it's not something you can just pin and all of a sudden people are flocking to it it's just it like it lasts a lot longer than a lot of the other social platforms like I know like an Instagram feed post is like super short shelf life I want to say it's like a day maybe maybe two days max it's really short so Pinterest is like months months and months and months like that is really important so like if you're pinning like images you know we're recording this in January so if you're pinning images in January like I wouldn't expect to see them start taking off until you know February at the earliest because it just takes a while for the algorithm to pick it up so start small don't have like super crazy expectations you're not it's not going to go viral as easy as it used to back in the day just because the platform has evolved just like it's not as easy to go viral on Instagram or even TikTok anymore so you just have to set your expectations and you know just just be in it for the long haul and you know if after 6 months you haven't seen any traction then obviously I would you know, reevaluate if you want to continue spending time there. But don't just give up after like two weeks because that's not gonna do anyone any good.
0: I say that about podcasting too. Don't give yeah. up if you don't get a bunch of downloads yeah. after two yeah. weeks. Yeah, podcasting is also a long game.
1: I, I, yeah. I think I think the best some of the best tools are long games. So we just all need to be patient. And in this society it's really hard to be patient because like Netflix gives us like bingeable episodes that we get a whole season dropped in a day. But like You just need to be patient.
0: (laughs) What do you mean I can't get rich overnight? (laughs) Well, um, so one of the questions I have for you regarding like, you know, if I just get started now with Pinterest back in the day, you know, because I used to use Pinterest myself for blogging. And um, so back in the day, you had to engage with other pinners. Do you feel like you still have to do that these days or is it more about putting the content out there?
1: No, I don't think that's as important. I know like back in the day they had like Tailwind had their tribes and stuff and you had to share other people's stuff and to get kind of that and there was group boards and all that fun stuff, which is like kind of not even, I think they have group boards. It's still a feature, but like it doesn't do what it used to do. They used to be like massive for people's visibility, but now it's like, no, (laughs) not worth it. So I think it's just, you know, just kind of going and going in there with that you know, mindset. I want this to work for me. And, you know, you don't really need to worry about doing pinning other people's stuff. Sure. It's helpful and nice. Like if you want to save that post for the future, it looks good. Great. Do that. But like, you don't have to do it anymore just to, for your stuff to start kind of populating elsewhere. It's not as crucial as it used to be. It used to be like share two pins and then, you know, it's going to show that you're pinning a lot. You're an active pinner so that everything is going to work in your favor. But now that doesn't really matter.
0: (laughs) That's actually good to hear because I know one of the big things that used to annoy me is if I had to pin a bunch of people's stuff, then it was no longer my brand. It was no longer my page. It belonged to, you know, the masses.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and it, it was, you know, and sometimes like... When you especially with those tailwind tribe things at the time, is what they were called. I don't know what they're called now. I think they're groups or something. I don't know. They changed the name a couple of years ago. Um, but you had to like pin like two per every one you did, or three per every one, whatever they had different rules and stuff. And it's like sometimes you would have to sift through like a ton to just find one that looked good. Cause like I obviously the content was important to me, but like if the pen was ugly, I wasn't gonna pin it either. So. <laughs>
0: It's actually, like I said, it's kind of good to hear that they've almost streamlined. So maybe the problem isn't so much that it's a dumpster fire. It's that people don't understand that things have changed and you have to evolve with the platform.
1: Yeah, like anything. You really just need to see what's working now and evolve and, you know, test and try different things and don't be afraid to be innovative with it. If it works, great. If it doesn't, then, you know that's just how it is. I mean, you just can't, you can't sit there and get frustrated that you're trying strategies that worked in 2016 and 2022. It's just, it's life. Things are going to change. Like platforms are going to change, especially since we don't pay for any of these social media platforms. None of them are, you can pay for advertising, but like the platform as a whole is like free. So like you gotta, you gotta be, you know, you gotta, you gotta expect them to change because they need to make money too. Well,
0: speaking of advertising, have you ever used Pinterest ads? Like, have you ever done that? To to I
1: did a long time ago, like with my blog, but I haven't tried it with the podcast just because it's just like, I've just I've never been like a paid ads person. I feel like it's you know it's it's useful, but like I didn't. I was always scared to put money behind something, and then like you know I know you can set limits and stuff, but I was like, what if it like all of a sudden like malfunctions and they spend me send like you know. $1,000 on this one thing. I'm like, <laughs> I know that's not going to happen, but like, it's just like something that pops in my mind. So I've done it in the past and, you know, it worked pretty well then, but that was a long time ago. So I can't really speak to like if paid ads are the thing now, but I know there's a lot of people that still teach Pinterest paid ads. So I imagine that they're not a bad strategy if people are still talking about it. So.
0: Well, I, I think that everything that you've been sharing is kind of insightful and helpful because, you know, one of the big things that, that people always fear is that, okay, I'm going to have to do all these things just to promote my podcast. But it sounds to me like what you have said is it's just kind of a cog in a wheel. It's not a whole, you know, it's not something that you put all your eggs in this Pinterest basket. No, and you never
1: should. You never should. I mean, when it comes to social media, even though Pinterest isn't like a traditional social media, it's, you know, it's a search engine more so, but you shouldn't put all your eggs in SEO's basket. You shouldn't put all your eggs in Instagram's basket. Like you shouldn't put all your eggs in your podcast basket. You need to like diversify. And I'm not saying you need to be on every single platform ever because that's just exhausting, but like at least do like, you know, if you're doing the long form content with your podcast, do two social media channels because then you have like, you know, say you picked Pinterest and Instagram. You get two different kinds of like audiences. You get it's not impossible to keep up with because you're not trying to do TikTok or Twitter or any of the other ones out there. But it gives you kind of it lets you diversify where that traffic's coming from. So if like Pinterest isn't working, maybe interest. Uh, Instagram is doing better for you. Um, And you're not just like relying on that one platform to drive all the traffic to your podcast. I mean, even with podcasting, I always recommend like guesting on other podcasts too. That's a really great way to get, you know, grow your downloads and stuff like that too. So don't put all your eggs in one basket because you're, you know, in life generally, because that just, you're going to get burned.
0: Okay. We're going to repeat that again. Do not put all your eggs in one basket. <laughs> yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. That's, that's really important to hear. So, uh, because you're a subject matter expert in this whole thing, I just have to ask your advice. Would you say that it is okay to kind of repurpose those pins as Instagram content or TikTok, TikTok content, or should you just strictly focus on if you create a pin, you use it for Pinterest?
1: I think you can repurpose it, but like, obviously the image sizings are going to be different. Like the Pinterest pins are like longer and the Instagram posts are like, you know, square and things like that. So you can repurpose it. I think you can take, it's more, you know, if you have like Canva, I know Canva has like, if you have the paid version, you can like resize it super easily. So you could do that if you wanted to. Um, and you know, also like kind of, tweaking like the description and stuff and making it into a caption so you can repurpose it but it does need tweaking as anything would just like you wouldn't want to post the exact same thing on Instagram and Facebook you'd want to tweak it for that particular platform but it can definitely be repurposed and you know I think it should be I am a huge proponent of repurposing because so
0: are we (laughs) no one has time
1: to be doing all different kind of strategies on different kind of platforms it's just too much (laughs)
0: Well, this has been fantastic. Well, um, where can people find you online?
1: Yeah, so the best place to find me would be Instagram. My handle is at Um, So that's J-E-N-N-Y dot S-U-N-E-S-O-N. That's where I hang out the most. Um, and then my website is just Savvy Podcast Agency. So if you're looking to launch your podcast or even take it to the next level with someone who helps you with not only like the back-end editing and stuff and show notes, but also like the strategy and marketing piece of it, um, we offer those services as well. So that those are two
0: places that we hang out or I hang out the most. So. Now, is there anywhere that we can direct someone if they want more information on using Pinterest for podcasting?
1: I don't have a resource on that yet. Um, I oh, okay. think I think I should create one because it has been something that a lot of people have been asking about recently. Like I know I did an email a couple weeks ago and that's the one I think you responded to and yeah. a lot of people <laughs> responded to that one. So I was like, hmm, maybe this is something I should do this year, but I don't actually have like a physical freebie or anything right now, but I'm considering it because like that was my bread and butter back in the day and I love Pinterest. I still do. So I think. I think that might be something I'll I'll work on this year.
0: <laughs> like like I said, it it's kind of refreshing to hear that Pinterest is not basically dead in the water because no. uh, you know, you, you read all these these uh these reports of of how it's like a dying uh platform, but it's good to hear someone have a refreshing perspective. Yeah, the platform. Yeah.
1: I mean, like like anything, like I, I'm sure people have said Facebook is dead. And I think people said Instagram is dead too. And then like here we are, they're still rocking and rolling. Um it's just, I think it's not that it's dead. It's just, you need to adapt. And a lot of people don't adapt. They just try what they tried five years ago and expect it to still work. So,
0: well, before I let you go, I do actually have one more question with the, Mm -hmm. with the whole Pinterest thing. Do you think that you need a separate Pinterest account just for your podcast, or is it okay to have a um, Pinterest account that's for your entire brand?
1: I think it's fine to just have one, honestly, like, because, I'm all about making it easier. And if you have two Pinterest accounts, are you going to log into the other one? Probably not. <laughs> you're you're never gonna you're never gonna do it. You're just gonna be like you're gonna find a reason why you shouldn't do it, or you're just not gonna do it. So like having everything in one thing, it like just gets the barrier makes the lower barrier to entry because you have that everything on that one account. So
0: I especially that. if your I-
1: brand is related to your podcast, like for me, my podcast is about podcasting. So like. It would be weird to have it on a separate account. But even like, if you're a business owner listening to this, and your podcast is a, you know, you say you are like a brand designer, but your podcast is for business owners, like that's still relevant in some way. Unless you're like a hobby podcaster and you're you don't have a business attached, obviously you probably wouldn't want that on your personal account or like your business account. But um, for the mass, for the most people, it'll it'll work to be on one account. So
0: I think that makes a lot of sense, especially if it's an extension of your brand. Mm -hmm. I say, why not just keep it all under the same umbrella? (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Because it's confusing. Like, I mean, I know for for me, I have like separate Instagram accounts and stuff because like it didn't make sense to put some things under one. But with Pinterest, it's it's different. It's not it's not like you're having conversations with people about one thing, but your accounts about another thing. I think that's the difference because it is it is more like a search engine and it's not you're not like having
0: these conversations and, you know. Confusing people that way. So good stuff. Absolutely good stuff. Well, all right. I gotta ask you the one last question that I ask everyone before I let them off my show. And that is, what is one question I didn't ask that you really wish I had?
1: <laughs> this is so fun. I think, I think, um, honestly, you really did cover it all, but I just want to give like one last thing, and it's just like if you are listening to this and you've thought about Pinterest but never like went in did it for whatever reason, um, we're all busy, you know, like some, I know for me, I have like probably 40 things on my list of that I want to do, but I haven't yet for whatever reason, just, just give it a try. You don't need to like, like I said earlier, you don't need to put your, like your heart and soul into it and like dedicate 30 hours a week to it. Cause that's ridiculous. And it's not going to give you any better results, but just give it a try and see if it works for you. And, um, if it doesn't, then, you know, it, you did it so that's that's kind of my last little caveat that i'll give you guys
0: well jenny i think everything that you've shared today has been pretty awesome and we're going to leave all of your links in the show notes and i just want to thank you one more time for being here with me today yeah thanks for having me i had so much fun well my fellow podcasters we hope you enjoyed the insights tips and ideas shared in this episode to learn more about launching and growing your own show head over to rss.com backslash blog And if you're ready to launch a podcast of your own, you can get started for free with your first episode on us. Thanks for tuning in.